The boys are back in... Oh, wait, that's the wrong podcast. Sorry, everybody. Welcome back to the regular Wrestling Review. My name is Andrew Vindelis, and as always, I am flanked by the one, the only, Mr. Taylor Yates himself, the ECCW GM. How are you doing, my good sir? Uh, I'm doing well, you know, dealing with the ins and outs of everyday life and ECCW life. So uh, I think... I think you'll be hearing from me very soon about an upcoming match. Oh, is that so? That's the first time hearing that is about so. this. That's a, that is a scoop for you to start the show Little, Oh, we love it. We love it. Episode 23, it's our Jordan episode. Uh, so we are kicking it off in a very, very special way. We have a lot in store. But before we get to everything lined up for the episode, ECCW just dropped the first match uh, for a title. Chuck Edwards against Jay Malachi for the Chaos title. Uh, if you know the show, you know who won it. But that is no reason not to go back and watch the match. I had the privilege of calling it, Taylor. It was absolutely awesome. I don't know if you've gotten around to watching it yet or anything, but wouldn't you encourage the people to go to the Elite Combat Championship Wrestling YouTube channel? 100%. Got to go there. Check it out. <laughs> we've got two, two of the brightest young stars in the North Carolina independent scene. And they're going to put on a show. So. One thing I didn't realize They'll while I was it. calling the match to Taylor was that, um, what, Jay's like 16 and has been wrestling for like a few years. And Chuck yeah. is like our age and only had been wrestling for like eight months. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I met him when he was like, what, 14 or 15? I saw him in uh, Jackson Drake, yeah, the dude. wrestling prodigies. Greatest I, I did tag a, team a in North team. Carolina right there. I ring announced one of their shows and I was just, I was blown away by how talented they were at such a young age. I mean, and that's why I, I needed to get them both signed up for, for ECCW. Cause and, and Chuck, I know that they're Chuck's a guy who I right thought got, yeah. Oh yeah. The, the wrestling prodigies are going to be big names in multiple companies around the world. I think, mm-hmm. but yeah. Chuck also dude, like eight months in the business finally i don't know what took people so goddamn long to realize that dude needs belts around his waist i know we've been preaching it forever but uh it's about damn time for chuck edwards to show everyone what he's got i'm excited and he's got boogie woogie man jimmy valiant right by his side that's a pretty good person to have in your corner yeah wwe hall of famer no kidding but Line back up for this episode. Episode 23, coming your way hot. You, the fans, decided this episode, which will, quote, main event our episode, we'll call it. Maybe that's what I'll call the matches from now on. Just the main event of the podcast. It was between the WLC match from Extreme Rules 2014, Sting and Abyss, Monsters Ball, TNA, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho, the Mimosa Mayhem match, And the WCW Triple Cage match, yes, that one, where David Arquette won the world title. And with the resounding 47% of the vote from the Regress Review Twitter account, you, the fans, have picked WWE WLC. So stick through the Dynamite and uh, NXT TakeOver slash NXT Tuesday talk, and you'll get to the main event of what we will be watching. Taylor, I, I, I... I can't say we didn't ask for this. You know, we brought it on ourselves. But hey, of the matches that we put there, this is, I mean, this match was... It's actually a banger. Is, is legendary, not for just be, for being like a meme. It's legendary for being a, it's a good really good for, match. Much better than it had any right being. 
Oh, yeah. Torito and Hornswoggle had something to prove that night, and I fucking love it. Yeah. But we will yeah. get to that. Um, man, 2014, only seven years ago. Fucking crazy. But, Taylor, I'm going to give you the floor. Do the honors, because it was a big, big week for NXT. It was indeed a big week for <laughs> NXT. On Sunday, we had NXT TakeOver in your house. I believe the second edition of this With show. more Todd Pettengill. With more Todd Pettengill, who, full credit to him. He was awesome. He it was, was hilarious. Very Absolutely one of the highlights of the show. Good boomer um, energy. Yeah, honestly, I think that he could like. Yeah, I think he could show up more often. I think he could be like a regular part of NXT programming if he wanted to be. I heard he wants good, to. So. I heard he wants to. Oh well, then I'm I'm down. I heard Triple H left the door open too, so we'll mm. see. But but um, you cut Braun we, and Alistair Black. Well, remember those cut, that. those cuts happened right after we stopped filming episode twenty two, which was fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, they did. We, maybe I think we can, the day we can talk after. about that later. We'll talk about we that can, in maybe. the in-between, maybe, yeah. Um, but we kicked off the show um, with the winner-takes-all six-man tag uh, between Bronson Reed and MSK and Legado del Fantasma. So the winning team My would boys. take home both the North American Championship and the Tag Team Championships. Um, super entertaining match. A great way, high energy to kick off the show. Um, Bronson Reed squishes. I think that's what they're calling this move now. Like legitimately, the squish. Uh, he squished Santos Escobar through the barricade, which was just a freaking wild. It's kind of like the pounce, but not. It's like the pounce, except there's a wall on the other side. That's truth, and I actually fuck with that real heavy. Yeah. If we're not going to see yeah. Keith Lee do it anytime soon on WWE, Bronson put a barrier in between there and just break shit. I'm down. <laughs> I'm here yeah. for it all. But yeah, uh, an entertaining match, and Bronson Reed and MSK are able to retain their titles, um, picking up the win. Uh, it does look like we're going to eventually get Santos versus Bronson in a one-on-one match, which we know will be good. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good way I'm, to start the show. I'm glad they did that match first in their feud, honestly. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's all I have yeah, to I say. Yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I think it was a, it's a good jumping off point for now. We can get like the actual, you know, one-on-one and the actual and tag they're building team. Because yeah. Santos cut a little promo and basically said, like, I, fa- I held the title and I loved the way it felt. I'm like, that's how you talk about a title right there. Yeah. That you're addicted yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we had Zia Lee in her first ever takeover match. Let's go. Looking for revenge. Against Mercedes Martinez from when they faced off in the May Young Classic. The I believe, promo what, package for this now? was really good. Yeah, it was 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, it was it was a good match. Yeah, uh, I first, liked it. Obviously, the longest match of Xylee's career. Um, biggest spot for her had to do more than just you know beat the shit out of somewhere. And she did still beat the shit out of Mercedes, but she did good selling. She you know hurt her knee early, sold that throughout the match. Um, the ending fell really flat. It was. I mean, it was her finisher, but it, like no one was really expecting it, and the yeah. setup for it was just kind of meh. And then they counted three, and it was like, oh, it's over. Okay. Um, but all in all, a, a good match. Um, clearly, they're setting up Xyli to become a they were beating uh, each know, other a, up a force, a force in NXT, and she's put in a ton of work to get to where she is now. Um, so mm-hmm. that's you know, she deserves this opportunity. That I gotta she's getting. say, the stuff after the match was a little questionable. 
Yeah, I, and I was going to talk about that now. Um, so I was watching yeah, Takeover with my roommates, and one of them is half Asian and didn't really like what WWE did here. Oh, really? I didn't think of it in that sense. I just thought that it wasn't, I didn't like the, the Oh, the just kind of like cliche ass, the way Mei Ying did the throat choke and then just oh. yeeted her. Huh. Interesting. I didn't, I didn't think about it that way. But, I um, didn't either I until they pointed it. it out, but I get it. I yeah. can definitely I understand it. it. It definitely took me out of it a little more. Um, well, I was kind of already taken out of it. What do you mean? I just, so like, I don't know. I think if you're going to have, if you're going to have this big reveal of this supernatural force that May Ying is. Yes, that's her name. And then the group is Tian Sha, right? Tian Sha, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're going to have this big reveal of this force, it doesn't really hit as hard against a mid-card talent. Like, Mercedes is a, at this point, a mid-card in, in NXT. It's, granted, she's not the granted her reputation, I get it, but, like, again, yeah. If you wanted to make like, that big of an impact. So, it just kind of feels kind of flat. And hey, it could have been Caden Carter and uh, Casey Catanzaro, to be fair. That's, that's true, but, I mean, it should have... I think if you really want them to have I an agree, impact, you've got to go straight, straight to the top. Yep. Take out Dakota, take out um, uh, Raquel. Like, take out Candice or something. Yeah, like it, it just doesn't feel as significant when it was just you know, uh, Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, you know, beat him up with a chair and then he gets beat up. Like it's, it didn't really didn't hit for me. Yeah, um, it felt flat then, a little bit. And then Mercedes is just right back on when on uh, Tuesday actually, um, just right back in. You know, you know, talking. It's. It, it, I feel like if you wanted to make a make it feel bigger than have her out for weird, some time, right? yeah, really it was a little weird. I thought she was person. I thought personally that she was getting written off, and that she was going to show up on mm. Monday with Eva Marie. But instead, that was Piper Niven who got that spot. Which I love Piper awesome, Niven, by the way. Or Niven, and I think that she's going to do really well. On Raw. I watched um, her in a WCPW first time. Oh yeah, fun fact. Yeah, um, way back in the day. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I've I've liked the the story up. To now, and I'm. I did this did take me out of yeah. it a little bit. So, um, we'll, we'll. I guess we'll have to see. There wasn't really much on NXT this week about them, other mm-hmm. than Mercedes responding. So, um, moving forward to uh, the match that you know came together kind of at the last minute. Um, we had the million dollar man show up with his million dollar championship. This match rocked. I know, I know you and I disagreed a little we bit. Have, we have different thoughts about this match. Um, so just a quick rundown. Uh, it's LA Knight versus Cameron Grimes for the million dollar championship of Ted DiBiase. Maryland versus uh, Burlington, you know. dude. I'm, yep. I'm very conflicted in this match. <laughs> um, and it was in a ladder match. It was yeah. also added kind of at the last minute. Um, you know, uh, LA Knight is just not made for these kinds of matches. He is a very mu- he's very much a ten minutes. He's an NWA know, wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Do the do the basics in the ring. You know, do your heel promo. shit. Yeah, he's not a twenty minute ladder match guy. Grimes carried Grimes this match, is. dude. Grimes Absolutely. carried this. Absolutely, Cameron Grimes can do whatever the hell you want. And to. the crowd, dude. Exactly. Can we talk about the pop he got before we get into the match? Mm-hmm. Holy shit! How to turn well, a guy babyface just instantly? Yeah, this dude's over like Rover. And um, I saw Stutzy, Brad Stutz of uh, CWF Mid Atlantic fame on Twitter. He said, "People are not ready 
for how big Cameron Grimes is going to be. How as a baby big of face. a baby face? Because that's what he was in CWF, right? Yeah, it, like, and I've witnessed that. Like, there was I've never seen someone who's so over. Like, and he's carrying that to NXT now, just because he's so entertaining. And he's the last good thing to, to come so out of that company. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hey man, hey man, you open the window. I'm gonna take a that's shot. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, obviously. LA Knight does pick up the win, um, wins the million dollar championship. Um, yeah, that spot just, was cool at the end. The whole kind of sequence of when uh, Grimes was like climbing up that scaffolding. <laughs> and that was a good false finish because everyone was like, oh shit. And I did not think when LA Knight tipped the ladder over, it was going to be the end of the match, but commentary kind of gave it away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I honestly, the match had been going on for so long at that point. It was point a long was match. Just like, I was kind of like, yeah, this is uh, this is the end. I'll give you that. Um, if you looked at your goodness. phone for like a couple of minutes, you kind of got lost in where the match was. Definitely. But I like yeah. it. I did like it. And I think I didn't. The right guy won. <laughs> I think the right guy won, but that was just my no, I, I do think the right guy won. My, my opinion, I think LA Knight should win. Yeah, and I think that's justified because LA Knight was really good on uh, Tuesday last night. Yeah, let's so I'm going to let's go ahead and just real quickly skip ahead to Tuesday. Um we have a victory celebration for LA Knight for his coronation of his million dollar championship. Um, Ted DiBiase is out there. Uh, LA Knight gives this huge speech about, you know, back when I was a kid, you know, we would all watch, you know, WWF in the back morning. Back in Hagerstown, Maryland, baby. Yeah, we would uh, go in, out in the backyard and always, I was always the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. So I'm standing here. You know, it's one thing to accomplish your dreams, but it's another to do it with, you know, your idol. That's pretty And, sick. you know, bigs up how, how much the Million Dollar Man means to him. And he says, like, it, would mean it. The world to me. it would mean the world to me if you could, you know, crown me the champion officially. So, you know, Million Dollar Man gets out the belt, puts it on his shoulder, and then L.A. Knight says, you know, I, f- I finally accomplished this. You know, I've got what I wanted. That means I can cut the weight. And he... Pops, million dollar man with a right hand and the million dollar man who hasn't bumped since 98 takes a perfect flat back in the middle of the ring. DDP fucking yoga, dude. (laughs) What is in it? He starts selling the stomps like death. Yeah, dude. He's taking the beating. Cameron Grimes, though, comes out, makes the save. Crowd pops like hell. Crowd, a huge huge pop. pop. Huge pop. It is so good to hear actual crowd pops. Yeah. Yeah, even from the shitty NXT crowd. They're but getting anyways, they're they're getting better. <laughs> they're still shitting Are on they? what Trip said, but we can get into that later too. We anyways, they, we we literally plan what we talk about during the show, people. I'm not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it. All comes together <laughs> as you're listening. So. Why? Why would we have it any other way though? No. Super organized, here, dude. Guys. Super organized. Mega Uber babyface Cameron Grimes to the moon. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. This is this is gonna be it's gonna be very fun. Was and it obviously, you? It looks like. Did you tweet out uh, during that segment? Uh, Joe's backstage with like a balled up fist talking to Triple H after yeah. after that segment. Yeah. That was, I said, that was I really said, uh, fucking funny. I, like I said that. Joe's probably back standing in a dark corner backstage staring at Triple H like, oh, the 68-year-old man can take a bump, but I can't. So uh, He's got to get on that Daniel Bryan grind, dude, Joe. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm not expecting think... anything. They're teasing the fuck out of us, though. Yeah, I mean, 
Look, people see. Well, look. Actually, let's let's come back to that. We're going to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about. Uh, we'll Joe, talk about the big the, reveal. The big surprise. The big surprise uh, when I get to Tuesday. But um, yep. let's finish up Takeover now. Two more matches. Uh, you have the women's title match up next. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez defeating Ember Moon. Pretty basic match. I'm honestly yeah. not going to even spend any time on it. It yeah. was just kind of fine. It didn't really. <laughs> Hit or miss, it was just. I feel like Raquel's got to get some, like, not the right opponents to start off, but you know, I feel like um, Ember's good to get a good match out of her, and I get that. I'm going to talk about that sort of thing in in a minute. Go Um, ahead. I'm going to wrap up the show um, and kind of give my my synopsis of this kind of of the state of NXT at the moment because it's kind of, it fits in a lot of different storylines. So, um, Finally, the, the main event, a fatal five-way for the NXT Championship, Karrion Cross facing uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, and Pete Dunne. Um, this was an awesome match oh, for yeah. every part that Karrion Cross was not in. <laughs> for when he was out of the ring, taking he, a nap. The, he, so for the first five minutes of the match... He was the one, you know, they kind of had everyone takes their shot at the champion kind of thing. And he was missing spots and mistiming. It was, it was ugly. He kind of got exposed. Great. He kind of got exposed yeah. a little bit. I like, and then they and I like Cross. Him. You guys know that. It's on, it's on tape. Yeah. And then they took him out of the match for like 10, 15 minutes. And the other guys just absolutely went off. Just, I mean, what was we, it the uh, double the super kick week. spot uh, with Cole and on, Gargano? That shit ruled on the backflip. Yes. Two. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm so over that spot, and I just don't need to see it anymore. They but do it every just, single match. I also just like that it's Gargano and Cole doing that together. You know, because there's story there. I, yeah, I mean, I just they I, feuded I'm for half the spot. fucking year in 2019. Well, that's true. But anyways, um, I'm over the spot too because we've done it a thousand times. But it's still cool when two people kick a guy in the face. Look, I well, you can't you can't argue with that. But um, yeah, <laughs> you know the, this in between these these guys just like there was no down. There was there was never a dull moment in in, in the match really when when it was no. just these four guys. I agree. Um, and even in the end, I'll say when when Cross did come back and. Um, had a couple more moments, and even those spots were, were, were much better than the beginning was. Um, was the finish a little end, weird to you? No, I, I like the finish. Um, get, I think yeah, it get, was, in, get into it. Get into it. Then we'll was talk. it um, O'Reilly had Cole in the heel Gargano hook? He had Cole in the heel, heel hook, and carrying across, uh, like, slitters in right behind him. You kind of, like, see him rise up suddenly behind O'Reilly locks in that uh, sleeper. And he lets and, go of the hold, uh, O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah. O'Reilly, you know, tries to keep it in while he's, you know, getting passed cool, out. But eventually cool he does. He does pass out. And Karrion Cross retains. Yeah. And uh, that's, your, that's your show. I, told, um, I, I called this. I said it was going to happen. What? On the, on, I think I said it on the episode 22 cross is going to retain they're doing it to make him look strong i heard people saying Wait, we all oh, knew he was going no i, I, I heard never... some dumbasses saying he's going to get called up or like some bullshit with i don't know uh no i, I don't i twitter I man was... twitter i know I, I i saw it too i i don't think it was time for him to get called it how about, made, how about had, that tweet? Had the title for what i'm like a month a month, yeah. a month that how about like, that, that tweet that about if he's a baby face take it off of him and, we're not talking about that. 
Taylor We're sent me a Taylor sent me a tweet from someone who just I, I they're not worth naming. I don't know their name. Um, said, "All right, people, real question." Carrying cross and the options were baby face or heel. And if you're an early listener of this podcast, you know Taylor and I had our battles about whether Finn Balor was a baby face or a heel. But to that guy, touch grass. Uh, I don't. I to be fair, I don't know. I mean, I think I I won't name anyone on the podcast, but I, I no. don't think it was like that serious i think he i don't think oh, like was it sarcastic he was trying to i really make, hope it was i don't think it was sarcastic but i don't think it was like like he clearly it's not like he was arguing with someone for an no, hour about it and no. then posted the i, I think he was just kind of putting it out there kind Still. of as a curiosity thing i don't think it was uh-uh. anything i mean it's pretty clear to me but <laughs> it's clear um, to everybody hey, i think 75 said heal but that means 25 thought baby face so yeah, either true. those people are shitting or or they're, dumb. They're, they're wrong. Yeah, dude. That, <laughs> yeah. And back to the ending of that match, though. I got to say, Cole got me on a couple of times. I thought he was going to tap out a couple of times in the end. And Adam Cole is fucking great. I don't need I to say that. He was gonna pick up a, I thought he was going to pick up a pin at one point. I think he... I remember, he oh, his last moves. shot. I was like, oh, shit, he's going to get a pin. He did yeah. a Panama Sunrise on Gargano and got a real close near fall, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good match, um, but like, yeah, so yeah definitely just, some just flat kind of, spots. Just to kind of you know wrap up the the show in general, this by, so I, I said this on Twitter afterwards. By by just normal wrestling standards across the board, this was a a fine show. It was a good show. By NXT Takeover standards, this was a bad show. This was nowhere near up to the standard oh, that agreed. takeovers have agreed have has set in the past. Even the um, last takeover was better. The one oh, where the last uh, takeover was way better. What what was it? Cross and Balor main event, O'Reilly and Cole. Yeah, but, as well. That's yeah. because the rest of the, the rest of the show before it was also really good. That's true. So, so um, yeah, this just standard deliver. That's what it was called. Yeah. Here, here's what I was going to get into, you know, a little bit earlier is it's indicative of the of the brand right now. And uh-huh. there is something missing from the storylines. And I think what it is, is that right now we're, we're lacking storylines that have any kind of emotion attached to them. You know, the most, you know, emotional storyline in Cole NXT O'Reilly. right now is no, it's Index. Oh. That's the only one because Colorado, they're kind of in the same place, but they're not feuding right now. They aren't. They, they have not a match. Really. They're, they're about to again, but let's, that's, that's, we're talking about, you know, coming into takeover. Index, yes, yes. So, so what, this, what they need is they need storylines that have real intensity and real emotion attached to them. Um, and I think, you know, I think they're kind of set up for in time to have them, but right now they're, they're just lacking and it's taking away from the show um, as a whole. So I, I think, I think it, you know, eventually later in the summer, we're, we're going to get, we're, as we're seeing now on, on Tuesday, we're going to get more Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. So that's going to be really entertaining and, and good stuff. Eventually we know, we just know that eventually Dakota and Raquel are going to break up and they'll feud. And that's, yeah. that's going to be really entertaining when it happens. Um, I think, you know, now with the with the LA Knight stuff with Ted DiBiase, like that's gonna heat that up and Cameron Grimes becoming a, Graham, such a Grime, big baby face. Grimes. Grimes sold that really well when he came out to save Ted. Mm-hmm. And I think that so that that'll, you know, draw some interest, get the fans interested. Um, I think Reed and 
Santos, while it's not like an emotional storyline by any means, but it's it's interesting and people definitely are, are want to see it because we know that those matches will be good. I think the so 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 yeah, like it's set up for in the future being good, but in the meantime, it's there's definitely a lull that we're we're working through. It's kind of like and, how AEW was this week. Yeah, yeah, but, but um, a Dynamite's been better the past couple weeks for sure. Yes, and, and one last thing before we do move to Dynamite. Uh, yep. Talking on Tuesday, as, as we've alluded to now a number of times, uh, we got the return of Samoa Joe. Um, if you, if you Ooh, didn't yeah. see at the end of TakeOver, William Regal you know, left the building, you know, literally a tear in his eye, um, saying that you know, he's not sure if he can control the roster What a fucking anymore. legend, dude. He's goaded. He, yeah, he, he's not Easily. sure if he can control the roster. He, he's going to have to make some changes, and it might be the end for him. And on Tuesday night, he, he came out, he was giving that that promo saying, you know, it's time for him to maybe, to maybe you know, leave this position. And Karrion Cross comes out and he says, do it, you know. Do I it, want pussy. you to say that you can't control me. You know, I, I'm running around. <laughs> you, you, I want you to say that you say lost Cross to me. Say Cross is in control. Yeah. Um, and before William Regal can respond, you get the best, the best big man There's theme our ever. <laughs> Um, Someone loot that, please, somebody. No, don't do that, please, don't. Jordan don't. probably will. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to see Samoa Joe as the, I guess, like, commissioner. I, I don't know what his role technically is, but the commissioner. The, some people have been calling him Sheriff Joe, and I really like that. I want there to be T-shirts of that. Um, oh, yeah. And the we enforcer. already saw him in action on <laughs> on Tuesday, you know, In Kyle action, Riley, quote unquote. Adam Cole are, are brawling backstage. Adam Cole pushes Samoa Joe, and Joe takes off the jacket, Give me puts that. him in the um, Cotina, and sleeps him immediately. Oh, um, Adam Cole goes limp as, in like five seconds. It's yeah. great. As I should add that William Regal said the, the one caveat of him being in this position is that he is not an in-ring competitor and that he cannot attack anyone unless provoked hell and in yeah this case, he was definitely provoked definitely provoked um, and i'm here for it dude because it because yeah, they, they established that he will get physical right off the bat yeah look this is the perfect role for joe i mean it allows At him to right still tap people yeah it allows people to, it allows him to tap people out whenever the hell he wants to um but we also know because of his head injuries he's not going to be an too. active competitor it's his back too dude his back is fucked from that uh landing on his ass on the stairs in 08 that's where I think Joe was never the same after that. That wasn't yeah, the Samoan submission machine after that. Yeah, a lot of people have pointed it out, but um, I think it was the head injuries that were preventing him from getting cleared. Yeah, correct? yeah, because the ones he sustained while he was in WWE. Yeah, 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 so, for sure. He, I think unless you're right he there. gets the the Daniel Bryan psilocybin and uh, cryo chamber. Uh, method. If we get the actual transformation him. of Samoa Joe into WWE 2K20 Samoa Joe with the bionic arm, for uh, those of you who have suffered through that brain? game, no, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking make him a robot. Samoa robot. I could make a reference for right here that would just be so nerdy that I would never hear the end of it. So we're going to move on to Dynamite instead. You're going to get roasted in the Twitter chat. I would definitely get roasted, so we're going to move to Dynamite. All right, Taylor. Dynamite, I do not have too much to say. I'm not going to lie. Um, basically, Matt Hardy comes out and uh, gives Christian Cage another twist of fate after his match. So this shit is coming. 
Uh, but Jungle Boy ran down way too fucking late. So the only other thing I really want to point out, other than like the main event maybe, is something actually decent came out of a Cody Rhodes segment this week. Via the means of Arn Anderson's kid, Brock. Brock Anderson, who dresses like every kid who went to my high school, if you follow me on Twitter, I actually tweeted about it. So um, thank you to all the hometown people who liked it but don't watch wrestling. I will remember you, brethren and sisters. Um, Cody Rhodes comes out and says he needs a tag team partner to face Aaron Solo and QT Marshall, or QT Midshull, as I like to call him, because he's mid. Um, Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's son, will be Cody Rhodes's tag team partner. I also wouldn't mind a modicum of revenge myself against Anthony Agogo, Cody Rhodes says. So cool. Um... The only thing that otherwise came out of this is that Cody and QT are going to face off in a strap match on uh, July 7th in Miami. <sighs> Whatever, man. Sure. Uh, but then QT tries to grab some heat here because he takes off his belt and whips Arn Anderson with it. Holy shit. Arn Anderson sold that well. Old people bumping in 2021. I don't know what's in the water these days, dude. I really don't. But... That's basically all I got to say. They posted a photo of uh, Brock Anderson later, just basically wearing Arn's gear. Um, I hope he delivers a spine buster. And I hope it is just oh, as good as a spine. I mean, dude, he's trained by his dad. He can't, he can't fuck that spine buster up, right? No, he can't. He's Terry Fisher perfect. It's in his fucking jeans. So, <laughs> or his uh, khaki shorts and Sperry's. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see Brock Anderson become a force in AEW. Uh, the World Tag Team title match, I'm not going to go through this and break, that, break it down, but it was a good match. Oh, and it wasn't a tag team title match, actually. It was a six-man. Young Bucks and Brandon Cutler against Eddie Kingston and Death Triangle. Uh, Cutler's really funny during this match. I like how he's kind of just like the lackey like intern of the elite, and he ends up taking the pin, gets the shit beaten out of him. And, of course, it ain't dynamite without a post-match beatdown. And, of course, the good brothers come in, help the Bucks assault uh, Death Triangle slash Kingston. And then the Elite Hunter, as they're calling him now, Frankie Kazarian, runs down to the ring and clears it. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Frankie other than have him save him from save people from post-match beatdowns, but better lead to something. And then this, the only other thing I guess I really want to talk about, or the only two things I want to talk about, Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy got a little physical. Jungle Boy almost locked in the snare trap. That's going to be a great match. I believe that's for later in June. And then I think, oh, fucking hell. Like, the Inner Circle and Pinnacle segments are never going to end. I'm not even going to talk about them. Just give me the fucking singles matches. Give me Sammy and MJF and give me... And Wardlow and Hager are going to fight. Right, Taylor? Yes, they're going to fight in a cage. Oh, they're going to be in a fucking like, cage? Uh, like an, it's it's an, going to be like an MMA type thing. It's like a lion's den. Like a, like, like, like a shamrock match. Yeah, I'm down. I'm very down. Let's fucking do it. Uh, this match was really cool. The Mir uh, Miro and Evil Uno Dark Order match uh, with the Dark Order for the TNT title, rather. And uh, Evil Uno is really fucking good in the ring. I gotta say. And people who watch PWG, people who have watched him with uh, the Super Smash Bros, as they were called, uh, with Stu Grayson, know that Evil Uno is a pretty good wrestler. But in the end, Miro ends up beating the shit out of him and just kicks his ass. 
Andrade's going to sit down with JR next week, so that's going to be pretty cool. And then the main event, Hangman Adam Page and Press 10 Vance with minus one versus Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, Hangman gets the win with the buckshot, and Preston, Vince, uh, Preston Vance pins Hob, Hobbs and gets the victory for the Dark Order. So the Hangman Dark Order stuff is still kind of happening. Uh, Hangman's still kind of feuding with the breaking up of Team Taz. It's an interesting dynamite. Things are starting to have ripple effects at least, but it's still kind of more of the same. At least for the world title, there was a little bit of more progression. Uh, for the Bucks, I don't know who faces them because Eddie's still got this vendetta. Mox just had his kid, so he's going to be off TV for a bit. Uh, solid dynamite, nothing to uh, rave home about. I'm kind of just taken down kind of with wrestling as a whole. Now that these dates for live events are being set back up, I'm kind of just counting down the days back to a crowd, Taylor. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, you not know, in a bad way, a not in a bad way. Forever crowd. I know so. you are, but it's never going to happen, clearly. <laughs> I know. Enjoy I it while don't. it lasts. Enjoy shitty Monday Night Raw without it getting shat yeah, on by fans. Without yeah. it getting shat uh, on by fans. No, I won't be watching. Once fans are back, I ain't watching Raw. No, I'm still I, not going to watch Raw. I shouldn't be watching it anyway. But uh, I might watch I the first Raw just to see if they fumble I the I might, bag. too. I want to see how badly they fumble. I don't it, usually so. work Monday nights, so what sucks is that SmackDown is right when I work, so that sucks. Yeah, that is a shame. Yeah, sucks because you know SmackDown's killing it. SmackDown's right fucking now. great. I have no problem watching it on delay though, as long as I can fit wrestling in my schedule at some point. I love it. I got a toy I'm universal. Nerd. Hey man, I got a toy universal belt from Walmart, and I'm wearing it on the bike, and I'm gonna start <laughs> passing it to drivers. So that's going to be fucking that's amazing. awesome. Yeah, so Drew and I have already <laughs> coordinated what we're going to do. Um, we're going to... I. Oh, my God, Taylor, this is a perfect time to tell you this story, actually. It's a really quick story. It was the other week at uh, the Party Bikes, and we were at our bar breaks. We parked down in uh, Riverfront, if y'all have been to Nashville, anyone listening, and we park our bikes, and we kind of just take a break while our people go inside and get drunk. Uh, party Bikes, y'all, welcome to Nashville. Uh, but... Uh, Drew was like, kind of like he had a folding chair he was sitting on because he broke his seat. Great, um, and he was like swinging it to like the beat. And I saw that, and the wrestling fan in me said, "I want him to hit me with that thing." <laughs> so I go up. <laughs> no way, you actually did this. <laughs> so Drew is stopped. Like he's not moving or anything. So this is totally safe. Uh, I made sure I was following all company guidelines, um, but. So I get up on, on like uh, the little stand in front of his bike and I look through in the eyes and I'm out the words, hit me with the chair. So he gives me a nice little wind up and a swing and I sell it and I fall on the ground and I do like the family guy fall where like one hands behind your back. And I just hear his bike go. Oh. So that's a little way I've incorporated wrestling into my job. You're a madman. Yeah. I'm sure I, I wish I was there to just observe the other people who were there being like, what the fuck's this kid doing? Yeah. What's going on here? Dude, yeah. uh, I might have scuffed my watch a little bit, but that's okay. Nothing, nothing I can't get out. So there's my the party bike story involving wrestling. There will be more to come. And if there are, I will uh, tell you guys, because I already do the uh, quote double tomahawk chops as one of my coworkers describes the DX taunt. <laughs> So that's been spreading. I'm um, trying to be respectful when I do it, at least. Uh, 
But yeah, yeah so super that... respectful, you know, fucking crotch chopping <laughs> it passersby. That's super respectful. Hey, it's only if they're threatening my bike. That's fair. You know, I'm not That's just fair. doing it yeah. to a you mother know, and child. Don't fuck with another man's bike. Also, I don't would. don't bring your kids to Nashville, people. That's where I'll leave it. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, so Taylor, uh, do we want to talk about the cuts briefly? No. No. Honestly, no, I don't. I feel like I it's been long enough I think it's now. Kind of, that's been talked about. That's been talked about. I mean, oh, the one thing I'll say, one thing I'll say on the record is I hope we hear that uh, unused theme somewhere. I don't know if WWE is licensed yeah. to it. Apparently, it sounds like Tommy N does. So, if we hear that so, on the uh, Indies. I, I will briefly talk about this kind of concept that I've heard thrown out there. And this Samoa Joe return kind of makes me think about it even more. Okay. Um, so, obviously, you know, something we, we've kind of all realized now is that these cuts and, and other moves that WWE are making right now are setting up for the company to be sold as this oh, big, yeah. you know, billion Easily. some dollar digital media empire that Disney or Amazon or someone's going to buy. Universal. So, yeah. So, obviously, Samojo got released by WWE. And Everyone then, knows this. What? A month later is in NXT. It kind of lends credence to this thought that perhaps when WWE gets sold, that Triple H could be bought out and have NXT as a completely separate huh. like farm system entity. Kind of like how OVW used to be. Yeah. Whereas OVW, you know, it was it was, you know, tied up in quotation marks to to WWE, but it was but a it was business OVW relationship. Was so yeah, it was on its own. Because NXT so is NXT. a property of WWE. Whether you look mm-hmm. at it that way or not, in paper, in writing, it is a property of WWE. And it is a developmental territory as much as people don't want to say that it, it is. is. It, that, it hey, is. that is what it is. It is a fucking um, good one, but then it becomes an indie amazing. when you do this, which is nice. Yes, and that's the, the thought is that it could it become a completely separate entity that more has a rather than being a an entity of wwe that run it by is triple a, h Shawn michaels and like oh yeah road dog uh. but you know you, you that's just a thought that i i saw thrown out there and it seems it seems interesting especially because you know basically samoa joe was released and then triple h said no you come work for me um so however, however also, the fuck that works also it also, people have been saying, this kind of go back from Samoa Joe and his injuries, um, unrelated from what we were saying, um, that maybe that the, you know, Samoa Joe did go see a bunch of doctors outside of WWE and they all told him the same thing. Like, you're not going to get cleared. You're, you're yeah. not healthy to wrestle. And that he decided, well, I'll take the constant paycheck from, from Triple H and NXT. And still um, be on TV. And be on TV and, you know, be involved rather than, you know, it maybe go like kill Joe, myself in AEW. It seems like Joe didn't hate being a commentator on Raw. It seems no, like he, he really it liked well it. Known. I think it was well known that he did really like it and that he wanted to keep doing it because he, he enjoyed it and he was good at it. Yeah. So Joe is, I don't Joe think is very good at commentary. Yeah. Because the dude can fucking talk. Two oh five. No, I like... I like I do like this role better for Joe. No, I mean, he, I, I, he obviously he would still be doing this role, but maybe he does commentary on the side. He could do it for yeah. He could do it. He could even hop oh, back do on. The, oh, they're revealing that Diamond Mine thing next week, isn't that what supposed is to that? be like the evolve like spinoff? Wait, what? 
I, yeah, I don't. I, that's I, know, what, that's what I heard. I know nothing about this because, like, I don't. Oh, I don't, I don't no, no one knows. No, no. I, like, like, I'm saying, rumors. I'm saying rumor and innuendo. I know nothing. So you're my source. Oh, oh, you're oh. my source of information. Well, here you go. the The rumor is that Diamond Mine is like a, a, a sub section of NXT. Where it's an like Indian and indie. Yes, pretty much. Like, like, it'll be kind of like Evolve was, where they. The, like the the guys who aren't going to get a lot of time on well, that's like TV theory will. came from right yeah with guys like who now we've seen uh darby allen was an blake, evolved guy blake, yeah we'll see like formerly like blake christian now yeah how trey baxter made his debut in a great match by the way with that was Kishida, really, solid really talented match. uh christian casanova like uh gg dolan Corey J, like those types of people would be on this show so they get more TV time, yeah. Uh, but they aren't on NXT, you know, because they're not getting that time. So I'm here for. I it, guess we'll dude. see. That's the rumor. NXT's um, in like a growing pains kind of spot, and it's not their fault. Yeah, I they, think they, it, they, I think it does tie into what the company's doing mm, easily. They got a lot of talent and not a lot of places to put them. Yeah, it's, that's even 205 Live is getting kind of crowded. The, the way they book Monday Night Raw is uh, an epitome of talent and just not using it right, in my opinion. But it's disgusting. It's we could gross. do our whole fucking. We could do a whole episode on Raw, but that would actually require us to watch Raw. So no, thank you. But yeah, <laughs> I, oh my god, will I die over here? I guess we will get to the main attraction then. The reason we are here today, episode twenty-three, the main event of the podcast. We are watching WWE WLC El Torito versus Hornswoggle from Extreme Rules twenty fourteen. You can click on the link in the podcast to take you to YouTube. We are not firing up the cock this time just because I didn't feel like it. So, and so, if it's on YouTube, everyone can watch it, baby. We love it. Taylor, uh, I haven't watched this match since 2014, I don't think. What about you? I don't really uh, know. No, I have, I, have not, I have not seen this you since. Have... Nope. Oh, my God. I have not so seen this it is, since this... it happened. I am just a little in awe that our fans picked this, but I'm also not surprised that our fan base picked this match. <laughs> Shout out Jay-Z Graham once again uh, for retweeting the poll. Uh, buddy of the podcast. Definitely want to have him back on in, in the future. Uh, we got a couple guests, I think, in the works for the next couple weeks, but that's a conversation for a later time. Back to WWE WLC Taylor. I only got one question. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, we will go on the count of three. We will go on three. Everybody fire it up. We're going to start right at zero, zero. Thanks to good old YouTube. Oh, my God, this video has over six and a half million views, and it came out a year ago. <laughs> Got to love it. Never forget the WLC match, people. Let's run it back. We are going to start one, two, three. Who are they supposed to be? We're supposed to be you. No, 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 you guys are us. Yeah, you guys are us. Wait, 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 you guys oh my god. No, 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 you guys don't look like any of us. I forgot about this, dude. Micro Cole? This is so insensitive. This is only seven years ago, too. Keep that in mind. We BL. You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. This. I can't believe they this did is this. what you wanted, people. You wanted this shit. The announcer's so stoned. I hope this is a short 
match. First. Dude, oh El Torito gosh. is fucking killing it. Oh my god, it's got Lawler on commentary, of course. Well, I don't think people realize that, like, El Torito is, like, a legit legend oh, in Mexico. Luchador, not, yeah. not as El Torito, but as, uh, as what? what Mas he's Mascavita Dorado, right? He was that in uh, Lucha it. Underground? It's the same guy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Fucking hell, no reason I love him. Mas Mascarita Sagrado fucking ruled. I thought it was Dorado. I don't know. Like, Is it Sagrado or Dorado? I don't know. He was uh, Dorado. 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 Was he in Lucha Underground or was that a different one? I think that was a different, different Luchador. one. Looking at... Yeah, like, because dude, technically this was no, because this show was this. He was in WWE when when Lucha Underground was going on. God, how do I not mislabel this term? I'm really trying not to. Three oh, MB. Wow. But like you know, um, what, what dwarfs is that the term? Yeah, little little people. Little yeah. people dwarfs. Okay, I'm just trying not to offend anybody. They like they're they're huge in. Lucha Libre down in Mexico. Well, I wouldn't say huge. Like the well, you know, they're, they're, they're a staple, I mean. They are like an, a staple of the act of Lucha Libre. Did you, did, so that pun that I just made went right over your head? No, <laughs> no, I did. I, I got it. I kind of rolled my eyes at it, but I got it. Sorry, look, I couldn't oh, help myself. I, this it. is going to be... I, I need this to, to never... We might have to delete this episode eventually because I, I need to not make bad jokes. That's I, I'm biting my tongue, man. <laughs> wow, I did, this is wrecked. like so old. It's a 20-minute time limit. WWE, they still have the WWE Scratch uh, logo. Yeah, this was pre-network. Or The network dropped after WrestleMania. I remember that. So maybe it was just at the beginning of the network. This was the beginning. This was right at the dawn of the network. Mm-hmm. Because they did the new logo when Brock won the title at SummerSlam. I remember because they changed the belt after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, because they, they actually changed the belt. Briefly, the belt had the, like, the belt that we know now had the scratch logo, but very, very briefly. Yeah, oh my god, come on, Hornswoggle. <laughs> it's like a house show match. I mean, it is. Like, this is just... These commentators are kind of balling out. I mean... It's like Raw, they're not calling the action. Yeah. They hear that shit. Ain't that the truth? Oh my fucking god, dude. Oh my god. This is just so fun. This might be the least I talk in an episode. Well, I think we probably should do that for copyright reasons. Oh but. no, we're going to talk, yeah. Don't worry, but... Uh, I just can't... The Sabu like, spot extended. First... Dude, the crowd's... Bronco this... Buster! Oh my fucking god, dude! Uh... Holy it's funny shit. because he's a bull. Do you hear that guy say vintage El Torito? <laughs> they're, yeah. they're burying the commentators. I love it. Oh, fuck you, gender. Future WWE champion right there. Four referee in Wisconsin. There are two future destroyed. WWE champions in this match. Oh, my God. You're right. And I'm talking about El Torito and Hornswoggle. They'll be back. Yeah, one day. 
Jin, a former WWE champion, just got hit in the dick by a bull. We love Ginger. Don't hinder Ginger. Not hey man, on this podcast. I, I don't. I I do not slander Ginger. Never. Brad gives me enough shit about gin, slandering Ginger. He loves Ginger Mahal. You know that's what Drew's next feud is. You know who's costing him the WWE title match on Sunday, right? God. Oh, yo, honestly, okay. I'm speaking, real, into this ex- I'm speaking it into existence. I agree. Let's speak it into existence, please. I want I it. I need it. I want I need it. it. That's something I would actually watch on Raw, probably. Oh, my fucking God. Climb the ladder, kid. Make yourself famous. Do you hear Lawler say, can we go home? <laughs> this is someone who's done. Wait, what? <laughs> he's trying to tell him to call the spot. That's amazing. This is amazing. I can't believe Small I have. Package. I should watch this match. I should watch this match at least once a week. Should what? Honestly, I should watch this at least once a week. For self-care. Yeah, just for... Oh, they went to commercial, those fuckers. That's fucking amazing. Oh, nice (laughs) plug for the network, bro. Good plug. Good plug. That's a beautiful plug. Hey, WWE, don't demonetize us. We're plugging your shit. There's a table spot. A mini table spot. I think there's another one. Oh, too. Gosh. There is, I think, later, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, Jerry is... Smaller. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my fucking Dude, God. Did you say they... JBL? Yeah, they changed their names, too. Like, half Yeah, through. yeah, I remember. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't. Can you imagine if this happened today? Just Mm-mm. the way the world is. Mm-mm. It wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're right about that. Can I blame the world? Yeah, no. Remember, dude, 2014 Twitter. Gosh, oh. I should see if I can. Find, hold on. I mean, I'm gonna search my. I'm gonna search my Twitter to see if I can find any tweets from oh. when this happened. Rolling Thunder. Yeah, dude. Um, 2014 Twitter was whack. It was a. That was time. A, that was pre-Roman Reigns as the big dog of the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, well before. Well before. Also, that account, man, legendary. Oh, he's taking apart the uh, table. Okay, I apparently have never tweeted about uh, VLC El Torito. Let's see what I've said about Hornswoggle. <laughs> Dude, I didn't start tweeting about wrestling till like last year. <laughs> okay, my okay, now I'm like I, I'm not. Are... I I don't care anymore. You know. <laughs> Oh, the table broke too. Oh my gosh. Let's go. Apparently, at one point, not in this match because this tweet is from 2018, but Corey Graves called Hornswoggle thick. With two C's. Did you see Drew McIntyre yeah. just thrusted horns at uh, El Torito? Yeah. He just pelvic thrusted.
I love the crowd is like legit standing for this. Like, this is, like it is a awesome. main event of WrestleMania. Because this shit is awesome. What else was on the show? Well, Extreme Rules 2014. Oh, yeah. this was the uh, Shield uh, Evolution. Oh, you're. And then Daniel Bryan and Kane. That was Daniel Bryan's last match. Yeah, Daniel Bryan and Kane, yeah. Or no, yeah, last match before uh, going into surgery and then coming back the next year. Oh, wow. So you had to you're forfeit right. the title, remember? Yes, you're like, you're, CM Punk, I, CM Punk, CM yeah, Punk. Your memory is much better than mine. Oh, that this, sure. well, well, dude, WrestleMania 30, like, reinvigorated my fandom for wrestling again. 2012 was not a good year for wrestling. What, 2012, you said? 2012, 2013, well, not, not from, like, very good years. Anything from like 2008 to 2013 is. With just... brief moments in 2011. Like, yeah. Oh! Double table bump! Uh, wait, so they have a, that was a four stack of, of Wii Wii's? tables. Oh my fucking god. This is awesome. <laughs> that shit rules, dude. Look how small Drew McIntyre is. Compared to now? Yeah. Man got yoked in England, that's why. Not this way! This spot is... Hell yeah, Torito. Fuck you. Oh. Oh! Ow! Through the ladders, dude, that fucking bump that Jinder took. Oh my god. Yeah, ouch. That Why? should have been a Canadian destroyer. If that happened today, it would have been a destroyer. Yeah, they would have died. Dude, Jinder fell straight on the ladder. As did one of Primo or Epico. I can't. I kinda tell want one. it to be a Canadian destroyer. <sighs> I don't think that needed to happen. Well, that's the story of Canadian destroyers in 2021, isn't it? <laughs> said. He said we get the half for half off. Oh man! Oh Jesus, oh, Drew. Drew! Why are you bumping like that for your salary at the time? I hope they got paid well. I hope all these men got paid well. Chair shot to the head. Uh, do you see how like, they, they froze the videos? Yeah, because they can't do the chair, chair shot. shot. Yeah. On the network, it wouldn't have been. Oh! Senton, that's the finish! Let's go! This match was just so... It's so much fun. This might be one of the most fun matches we've watched on the podcast, for sure. It's just so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Let's fucking go, dude. That um, little person announcer has done so much meth. Thanks, fans. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> wow. So that's where we will leave that episode. Taylor, I, I think we are pretty much... Our thoughts speak for themselves. That was a really fun match. And I knew if this one won the poll, I was like, okay, the other matches are kind of meh. I know this match is a banger, at least. Yeah, yeah. It, it's gimmicky I mean, as all I, fun. I'm glad I watched that again. I'm glad I watched it again. Dude, me too. Honest. Thank you, guys. Uh, we're going to keep doing these polls, I think. That's, I, I like it when, when our fate is just in the fans' hands, kind of. So, um, yeah. if we get... Keep uh, keep getting people to vote on them and stuff. That we'll keep them pumping out too. Uh, YouTube, ECCW just dropped the interview with uh, Chuck Edwards that we did from episode twenty. 
or XX if you want to style it that way. That is up on the Elite Combat Championship YouTube channel, so you can watch that. <coughs> Hopefully try to get more up, uh, updates there. Uh, I don't know when we're going to do video, if we do video, but we might try it. I might have to test some things out. So maybe I'll do like a test watch along or something uh, or something while I set it up and we can see. We will figure that out, maybe. But I want to get more stuff up on the YouTube channel for sure. So subscribe to the Elite Combat Championship Wrestling YouTube channel. You can find them on Twitter as well at X Elite Combat X. Taylor, closing thoughts and where the people can find you. Ah, I don't really have much to, to close out with. I, mean, I think we covered a lot on the show. We some, had some good discussion. Yeah, man. Some good, good things to remember as we you know, move forward with both AEW and NXT. And so, it's almost um, a two-hour episode, I think. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Hour, no, no, no. Hour. hour, hour. Never mind. My, my, my clock was wrong on logic. Your clock way off. Way Still, off, man. Yeah, man. We covered a lot. and. Um, and bro- breezed through it. I love it. Dynamite was just nothing this week of of real yeah. real substance, but it was a fun show. But yeah, like I didn't know if they had As, a crowd at that. Did they have a big crowd at that? Yeah, I think they. I think they had a normal because they had the old setup where like the fans weren't there. You know, like on the hard cam side. Yeah, but, yeah, but they did still have. They had a, a decent crowd, I think. Word, word, word. And I heard WWE. Anyways, already, WWE already sold four thousand tickets for SummerSlam too, at least. Did they? Yeah, they, they they drew a number for it apparently. But yeah, Taylor. Uh, uh as usual, uh, you can find me, uh, at Tay Redacted for you know all the the fun the fun stuff the banter and if you want to follow everything that's going on with uh eccw you can follow me at eccwgm they want to follow that account too because you got an announcement coming up right i do i do have a match announcement coming up heard he might be getting a theme song too talk about that later we'll talk about that later but uh as usual you guys can find me on twitter at vendellis tweets follow the podcast that's where the polls are up that's where we put the episodes up when they go live so you can follow us at reg rest review we reached 20 listeners on spotify alone so we want to thank you guys for that for everyone who's uh listening along on apple music or apple podcasts we still have that lone one star rating so you can either give us a five star rating and tell us how much you love the show or we can just keep piling on one stars and keep telling us you love the show that way too. I don't know if that would that would probably fuck up the ad revenue algorithm if we were to go for that. But you know, if you feel strongly about the show, let us know. Also tweet at us. So sometimes I'll tweet back or get tenacious. <laughs> if I'm feeling feisty enough to it. But for Taylor Yates, everyone at ECCW and the podcast, I'm Andrew Vendellis saying goodbye and good night.